You're listening to the System Saving Podcast, episode number 257. Today, we're going to be talking about the five steps to fill your pre-launch using ActiveCampaign. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan, and my business love language is efficiency, because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. Hey, y'all. So, so excited to have this guest on the podcast today because this is an area that I want to get better at personally. So I will be taking notes and she's a super smarty pants when it comes to pre-launching and being able to actually fill your pre-launch before you even launch the dang thing, which is pretty dang impressive using active campaign. And I use active campaign in my business and I recommend it for sure. If you want to get super fancy pants with your funnels. And so with that, Miss Kirsten, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. I'm so excited to nerd out and you're just like a fellow systems geek. So this is going to be a really fun episode for you guys. So before we get into the actual process, uh, go ahead and tell the listeners a little bit about you and your business. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a sales funnel consultant and agency owner. So I own a marketing agency that specializes in launching and sales funnels. And specifically, we've started to really double down and hone in on our pre-launch automation strategy, which is what we're going to talk about today. And I'm super excited about that because it's been really powerful for my clients. Yes. And speaking of your clients, let's talk about what your clients' businesses look like before they actually implement this process. Yeah, that's such a good question. So most clients come to me and they have phenomenal live launches. Like they are just killing it. They're consistently selling their offer with ease. So that's not their issue. They want to have easier launches in general. And so what my team comes in and helps them do is really automate a portion of their live launch, which is the pre-launch. And so that's what we've started to, like I said, kind of become known for, even though we worked, you know, with the entire launch from start to finish, et cetera, we started to introduce this framework to help people enroll via pre-launch so that they basically just feel so much better when they get to the actual public launch portion. And so by the end of our strategy, they end up walking away being like, what did I even launch? (laughs) Basically, it doesn't even feel like it. And yet I still hit my goals. So yeah, which is big. And I think a lot of people think the pre-launch is like, okay, we're waiting, we're anticipating, we're doing all this stuff, but really you can start selling (laughs) in the pre-launch, which I think is pretty (laughs) magical. So with that being said, we are going to be talking about the five steps to fill your pre-launch using active campaign. So go ahead and rattle off the first step. Oh, yes. Okay. So the first step is enlighten. So each phase is really important. So we go through enlighten, announce, position, connect, and target. And each phase is so important and it really builds onto the next. So in the enlighten phase, essentially you're enlightening your followers to your upcoming offer, why they need it and how you're going to solve it. This is a super heavy teaser phase and really you're preparing for pre-sale at this point while still educating your audience audience and getting them excited to buy. Got it. And so that excitement, like, is there like ways that you can excite or that you want to share that work well? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So in the enlightened phase, what I really love about it is the fact that it's very much like 
connection-based content. So really just being another human and getting people excited because you're excited. So what I always recommend during this phase is sending very conversational emails and really just being like business update, you know, this is what's happening. This is what I'm excited about. This is what's going on and just pulling people into your community and your energy, which is an excited energy. And that's where that enlightened phase I I find is the most powerful is that connection piece that you have. Because then once you move into the announcement position, connect and target phase, that's when you get very much in a sales mode. And so you want to really build anticipation, excitement by being excited yourself. So it's very connection-based content. I actually, something that is interesting about my framework, as opposed to what I see a lot, educational content, I should say, how do I say this? It isn't as big of a deal in email marketing as people think. So everyone approaches email marketing. Like the first thing they do is they transfer their social media strategy into email. And so they're like nurture, educational tips, three top tips for X, Y, Z. When actually I found through testing this, that is not what necessarily leads to increased enrollments. What leads to increased enrollments are emails that feel like they're from a friend, emails that, again, just going back to getting excited and really emails that people want to open. So during this phase, we also really double down on subject lines, subject lines, subject lines, subject lines. The reality is when it comes to email marketing specifically, nobody's going to open your email if it doesn't catch their eye. Everybody's busy, especially in business to business, you know, the B2B industry. They're not going to open your email unless it catches their eye. You have to stand out. And so those are the kinds of things we focus on in the enlightened phase. Let's get people opening your emails and really excited for what's coming next. Yes. Love it. All right. What is the next step? All right. So then there's the announcement phase. You're actually announcing. Now here's where it gets interesting. So (laughs) you're announcing your pre-presale and you're only sending it to your hottest leads. So if you're selling a course that you've already ran before or sold before, what you're going to do is target the wait list from the last launch first, and you're going to incentivize them in some way. So maybe it's a hundred dollars off or an extra bonus call or whatever it is you're incentivizing during the pre pre launch. And it's got to be something at least a little extra juicier than your actual pre-launch incentive. Okay. And it doesn't have to be crazy. Like it doesn't have to be a thousand dollars off. Like it can be an extra $50. It doesn't matter, but you're going to go back to them and announce it to them and say, Hey, you missed out last time. So I want to give you first dibs on X, Y, and Z. That's where you're announcing that simultaneously, and we'll get into where active campaign makes this really easy and automated, but simultaneously you're sending a different set of emails to not your public list, but an also targeted list, but maybe it's a greater, it's like a more broad targeted list. So maybe it's people that have bought from you before in general, but haven't bought this, et cetera. Right. So with that, you're at the same time announcing to them, Hey, pre-launch is about to open are you ready? If so, reply back. Now, when they reply back, this is what we have found has increased all of like, this is where we found the increase enrollments really come in is when we get people to reply back to the email and you get them to say, I'm ready because you give them a specific word. 
So I like to say like very like, you know, very excitement words so like I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do this. So when you have somebody say that to you, <laughs> that's essentially their confirmation. They are your hottest lead and you cannot lose them during the launch. So for someone like you, Jordan, who has like really big launches, you can have a team member manning the people, manning and following up with the people that reply that haven't bought yet. And that has been incredible. So getting people to reply back during the announcement phase to both in the pre-pre-launch and the pre-launch, getting that reply back is the announcement phase. Are you excited? We're about to pre-pre-launch. Reply back, I'm ready. And then you send them a personal link. Now, what's exciting about this, it's literally the enlightened and announced phase is setting you up for the position phase. Because once you get to position, you are the captain in whatever you're selling and you need to let everybody know, well, you already have people inside. So that is now your social proof. Look at everybody that's inside. Hey, name, look at X, Y, Z. That's when you can start reaching out to people and saying, hey, do you mind letting me know why you joined? You know, screenshotting it, posting it, all of those things. Now you're positioning yourself as like, not only am I excited, I've gotten my community so excited that they're joining and I haven't even done (laughs) pre-launch. I'm just in pre-pre-launch at this point. And then from there, during that positioning is where you need to start reconnecting again, because you're going to go so hard on that authoritative content. And you're just going to be like, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best, right? That now you have to say, oh, but I'm also human too. Here's why, here's how I became the best. Here's my journey and all of those things. You're connecting with your audience, then you're targeting. So during from enlightened to connect, enlightened announced position, connect this whole time, active campaign is tracking buyer behavior for you. And I can get into that as well, but it's tracking buyer behavior. And then you're going to tell it to target the mess out of (laughs) everyone who clicked open all of those things, but did not buy. And what I love about this framework is the fact that it can be automated. And this is only pre-launch. So it goes from like pre-pre-launch to pre-launch. This is all pre-launch. This isn't even including a live launch. And this is also something that you can do for flash sales. So we've tested it on flash sales. It works on flash sales. We've tested it on even we've kind of had to adjust it slightly for automated funnels like evergreen funnels. And it's worked in evergreen funnels. So it's just incredible how flexible the strategy is for different styles of offers. We have found that it works best on mid to high ticket from 397 to 1797. Low ticket has a bit of a different strategy that you have to use, but we found that it works best on mid to high ticket when we tested it. And active campaign just like, I'm going to nerd out. It just makes it so easy. It's like, how can you not? <laughs> like use active campaign for this. But yeah, that's essentially the the breakdown of the framework. So for the audience behavior, I want to go back to that for a second about, okay, what do you consider audience behavior? You mentioned opens and clicks, but like get into that a little bit. Okay. So audience behavior is essentially how someone is interacting with your brand, AKA your emails in this case. So when people are clicking on a link 
or they're opening your email, you want to track all of that. And you want to not just track it, but you want to get it tagged, put in a list. You know, you want to be able to refer back to who has clicked on this email or that email, et cetera. So when it comes to launching specifically or a pre-launch, anything really, ActiveCampaign makes it really easy to track buyer behavior for retargeting later. So I have a specific setup that I use with Active Campaign. There, I'll be honest, there's so many ways you can do it. Really. There, it's just like one of those really robust systems. The easiest way that I found is internally, if you're scheduling a campaign within the scheduling system of a campaign, also known as a broadcast, if you all are on ConvertKit or anything like that, campaign or broadcast, internally it has a button with a little toggle that says link tracking. Boom. Okay. Link tracking. Then from there, you have a backend automation running that for every time this link is tracked, a tag is added, et cetera. And I think what a lot of people don't realize about really email marketing in general, but especially active campaign is that you can automate a live launch. Your live launch can be almost as nearly as automated as like an evergreen funnel, depending on how you set it up. And active campaign just makes that really easy to do so because you can have background automations that you only run during a live launch, you know, and it's very easy to toggle it between active and inactive and all of those things. So that's for buyer behavior. It makes it really easy to track. Have you been hearing all the buzz about VIP days or one day virtual intensives? and want to create one for your business, but have no idea where to start, head over to systemsamey.com slash quiz and take our new 60 second quiz to determine what kind of VIP day you should create. You'll get a detailed report with action items and exclusive structuring tips straight from the mouths of successful VIP day business owners. Ready to take back control over your schedule, your energy, and your income? A VIP day might just be the way to do it. Get started today at systemsamey.com slash quiz. One more time, that's systemsamey.com slash quiz. I've looked into like site tracking too, which is like a whole nother level of like... I do site tracking. Mm-hmm. And whatever else. And so I like that there's, yeah, the link tracking and there's even, yeah, if somebody has opened or somebody has not opened, like, I mean, you can go real deep. Really yeah, active campaign. So I've used site tracking before with a pre-launch automation mm-hmm. and it did work. So I nice. use site tracking and this is what I love about active campaign is you can make it track, let's just say your sales page, but you can have it track how many times someone visits a sales page. So if somebody mm-hmm. visits a sales page five times, they're looking, right? So right. then you might want to send an email. If someone's just like, I usually tell people, I'm like, don't target people that are just nosy right? Totally. Don't target the nosy people that are just, right? So one site visit means nothing, but if you have like five, six, seven, and you'd be surprised how many people will go through your automation. (laughs) That's another thing. I think active campaign has showed me how desirable my offers actually are during the launch, Mm. which is helped me. Cause I'm like, I know y'all want this. You know what I mean? I know you do because you're going through the automation, You're going through my abandoned cart system. But again, like I love being able to look at that data and to drive my launch decisions based on it by setting it up at the beginning, literally just set it up at the beginning. And then by, you know, during the launch, you can check the data after the launch, whenever you want. 
but I find that really incredible. So yeah, you can do site tracking. You can do, I mean, they have it. It's really good for e-commerce as well. I have to say they have product, you know, product-based tags, all of that. They really go deep in the buyer behavior. What do they say? I think it's their tagline is activate your customer journey or like activate your, yeah, and that is so true. Active campaign literally is tracking the journey. It's not just looking at like the opt-in, right? They can look right. at the whole journey. And I think that is so cool. Oh, I do too. I for- totally forgot. Did you ever do one of those active campaign live events that they were doing? Like, did you ever attend any of those? No, I haven't gotten to. Okay. Yeah. I went to one and I forgot, like they were talking about e-com and they were like, if somebody like is going to the same dress over and over again, like you should (laughs) follow up with them and be like, Hey, (laughs) the automated follow-up is what I call it. Like active campaign is the automated follow-up and something else I call it is like organic retargeting. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times when we think of like audience targeting, audience behavior, demographics, we think of ads really we think of paid traffic only like facebook can go that deep with things that's not true you can do organic targeting and retargeting and i always say if you're not ready for ads you should at least have your ads manager set up and you should have active campaign building your ads for when you get there because it does it so you might as well you know (laughs) right exactly Um, like there's no reason to not use that and if you are like, whoa, I don't even know how ads and active campaign work. Like it, there's essentially a way for if somebody opts into a funnel or into an automation technically in active campaign, then they can automatically inside of active campaign be added to a custom audience in Facebook, which yes. is really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. And it auto replenishes yeah. too. So if you're running totally. ads, like it's just replenishing for you. You don't have to keep uploading your custom audience and all of that. It's so efficient it <laughs> is so efficient person in me is like it's so efficient I love it <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I know because yeah uploading those csvs I'm like oh my gosh this gets old it fast. gets, old. It gets really old <laughs> and yeah you can add and remove people from custom audiences I realized you could remove so like again if someone is you know in one custom audience but then they move to a higher level of lead audience then maybe you want to pull them um so they aren't getting both like retargeting ads or stuff like that too yeah exclude yeah you want to exclude certain audiences when you're running ads and everything and i tell because we're a launch and funnels agency we do offer facebook ads as well and something i tell people when they're like oh like i only want to do facebook ads or i only you know i always say it's the whole thing right so i need to see the whole thing what's going on with your email? What's going on with your, like the back end funnel? Because just looking at one piece is where people end up thinking like that it's a waste of time because they don't see the results they want to see. So using them both, like using your organic and your paid, that is what makes the difference between like a really powerful launch. And so, yeah, I definitely nerd out over that stuff. (laughs) I really do. I don't blame you. Yeah, I do as well. And so I think people... Again, when they up-level the active campaign, like what's the biggest maybe hang up or trip up when people are moving from ConvertKit to active campaign or from Flowdesk to active campaign or wherever they're coming from? What do you see as like one of those things that can be overwhelming? And then how do you like combat that? Okay, definitely the number one thing. Well, Flowdesk to active kit, that is a jump. <laughs> that is yes, quite, is. I've seen I've it. Seen- 
I don't suggest, I, I think you should take your time with that one, like put ConvertKit in between, but that is actually usually the journey I recommend is it's like MailChimp or Flowdesk to ConvertKit to active campaign. And I think yeah. the biggest issue that people end up having is overcomplicating it. They really overcomplicate it and they look at active campaign as this beast that is only good for, you know, seven figure people, you know, they just really think that. And so usually they're either like, I don't know if it's worth it or they're like, this is so overcomplicated. What, like, how should I do things? And the way I combat it and what I always say with active campaign, keep it simple and build up, bring the same principles you bring from ConvertKit and scale your funnels slowly but surely. So figuring out and also knowing that you're going to use active campaign differently than I used Dubsado as an example because Dubsado is a CRM that people across the board use very differently. They all use it differently. So true. And so it's the same with active campaign where there's the autoresponder, yeah, but there's also the automation or there's the campaign, but there's also XYZ. It's like just figure out how you want to use it. And just use it that way. So for me, like I have people that are like, oh, I set up autoresponders. I'm like, I really don't, to be honest. I use the automations more because I feel like it's hard to track the autoresponders. So, you know, but that's me. And so I just think any system you go into making sure you think of it of like, how do I want to use this? And how is it going to make sense to me and to the next person that I'm going to offload it to? And that's it. I agree. Yep. Looking at your natural ways of doing things and just using the tool to support that versus trying to become, you know, Jordan or Kirsten, like, and again, like there are things you can take from us and whatever else, but yeah, making sure that it's built around your preferences and how you understand funnels and things, I think is really, truly important because I've seen too many times where people try to adopt someone's entire way of doing things. And then they're like, I have no idea where anything is. And it gets really sticky. So, so with active campaigns, something I recommend is like, just like what you said, lean into how you want to use it, but also just optimize from there. So like, for example, if you use automations, but you know, your conditions, like you're setting up like crazy conditions and, you know, it's a little hard to track, which, oh my gosh, you'd be amazed at that at the automations I've seen. And then I've built when I first started, that's where you can kind of look you know, to the Jordan and Kirsten's of the world and say like, how can I optimize what I already do? And that's where we'll come in and say, oh, well, there's the goal feature. There's the go-to, like, here's how to clean up what you already have. So yeah, I think you're right where it's like, don't start out of the gate, you know, doing it somebody else's way. Instead, just optimize your existing way. Yeah. I think that's super key. And now I want to talk about tools. So obviously we're talking about active campaign, but, and you can share your favorite, like things that active campaign can do, um, or you can share like other tools that you love and that support your business. Yeah, absolutely. So I have three systems that I'm obsessed with that all support each other. That's lead pages, thrive cart and active campaign. And the reason I think my favorite thing of all time and It's very interesting. As a funnel building agency, I use a lot of platforms. I've been on all the major course platforms. And it's so funny to me how people always start with lead pages. Mm -hmm. Then they go to Kajabi or something, you know, for their landing pages, it's all in one. And then when they start to diversify their funnels and like really dive in, they go back to lead pages almost always. 
that has happened. And it's so yeah. interesting to me. And when I like dove into it, it's just that lead pages, it's so simple, but has great capabilities for funnels. It's easy to do upsells. It's easy to do downsells. It's easy to, you know, whatever pop-ups, anything you want. If you have a webinar page replay, you can literally set a timer to where after the replay is done, then you show your sales page. Like that's incredible. But my all-time favorite thing is how it natively integrates very easily with Active Campaign, Thrivecart, and all and like those major systems. So for me, my funnels look like lead pages to Thrivecart, which is my checkout system. And Thrivecart integrates seamlessly with Active Campaign for the abandoned cart people. And <laughs> so big, the abandoned cart people. I'm like, I'm acting like they're like, you know, those people. <laughs> But I love the abandoned cart system because, and I recognize the power of this more that now that I'm like diving into e-commerce as well, you would just be amazed. You would be amazed at how many people are almost there and you're sleeping when they're like laying on their phone and then deciding like, I can't do this, right? <laughs> you're sleeping, but active campaign and Thrivecart are not. And so literally you can have it set up to where there is an autoresponder or automation, whatever, an automated follow-up where it's like, hey, I saw, and you can customize it. Hey, I saw you have been in the cart or like, hey, I saw you are missing something. It's very on brand for me to be like honest and blunt about things. So I'm like, hey, like you went through half the funnel. What's up? You know, like I always, do, because people know I'm a funnels person. So I'm always like, what's up? Like what happened, etc. So you can make it yourself and it auto sends. And that has gotten me conversions. It's well, it's gotten me clients, you know, that I might've otherwise lost. And so for me, those three systems just working for me on autopilot, I think that's where people get, I get very passionate about the whole money on autopilot comment, because I think people get it confused where it's like, oh, like it means you're just like not working and you're making money. Yes and no. It's really the systems that are moving without you. You don't have to be the follow-up person. And so for me, oh, it's like hands down. Those are the best systems for me right now. That could change in 2025. Who knows? We'll see what comes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but today, in 2020, those are the yeah. best ones. <laughs> exactly. So I love that. And yeah, I'm super... I have used lead pages and because we don't build a ton, we have every funnel on show it just on our website, yeah. just because they're all built and like, we don't really add to it per se. So I like, I do love lead pages actually. And think that that's definitely the most intuitive, easy, easy, easy to the nth degree and definitely use active campaign and thrive cart. Those are definitely favorites too. So yeah. I agree with you. So tell the people if they're wanting to dive into funnels, all the goodness, tell them where they can go to get started. That is free 99. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. So I have a learn funnels free offer. I'm a simple person. It's just called learn funnels <laughs> and it's a video series. It's a three-part video series that you'll be able to, to watch from the basics to more targeting strategies and things like that to a little more advanced. And I love it. It's been great. People have gone through it and they've enjoyed it because I really focus on breaking things down very simply. I think people are scared of the word funnels and it's really easy. <laughs> funnels are very easy. And so I just make them simple in that free resource. So make sure you check that out.
Nice. Awesome. Link will be in the show notes and description. And then also where can people find you, connect with you, say hi, all the places. Yeah. So come check me out at Kirsten Roldan, my name, K-I-R-S-T-E-N-R-O-L-D-A-N. That's my main Instagram page. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we'll have all the links ready for you to go and dive all the way in if you're drooling at the mouth as us systems systems people do. So thank you so much again, Kirsten, for coming on and sharing your expertise. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.